a joy once again to know that Jesus is in this house and to welcome all of you together to this place where we believe. You know, when this worship happens here, I pray that as every single wave of this worship, you know, hits your body, hits your soul, I pray it will revive you. This morning we were hearing, you know, a good message from our dear brother Jijo. He mentioned about few R's that he wants to represent and we want to see in our church life. The R's are revive, restoration, reformation, God, a new renewal in our life. And I pray in this season of our church that in every single way and every single walk of our life, I pray that the sound of this worship, when it hits heaven, it will bring back the, the, the waves of reformation and renewal in our soul, in our life. And this morning, I'd like to welcome all of you to our church service, even if you are tuning in from whatever part of the world it is. Uh, we'd like to welcome you. Thank you so much for being with us. May the Lord continue to bless each one of you and lead you. Thank you for um, the pastors in this house. Thank you so much, Pastor Thomas Abraham and the, the, their family is here. We want to welcome you once again to our English service. May the Lord continue to bless you. And if there's anybody else here for the very first time, um, May the Lord continue to bless you, be with you, strengthen you, and give you peace. Yesterday evening, we had a beautiful uh, 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 kidvention, a Sunday school anniversary, which was amazing. And, uh, you know, from October onwards, back to back, there has been a lot of events that was happening in our church, back to back. Uh, there was a lot of, we had fasting prayer, we had Christmas, we had Thanksgiving, we had, we had a lot of, out, you know, stuff that we were doing. Uh, uh, and all the events that was uh, part of our church family during this season, and I, I believe in my soul because I, I, as I was spearheading all of this, it was all mission aspect. We were trying to do things not just because we wanted to have fun, but the idea behind all of that was to have a renewal in our spirit, in our thought, in our mind, and also with an intention. The intent of all of these services was just to glorify God and make sure that somebody would hear the name Jesus in their life. And I'm sure and I'm happy that there are many people who have heard the name Jesus in their life and I pray that coming years and coming days and coming months to through every single event of our life we will continue to do things that just glorifies his name y'all with me today Hallelujah. That is the intention of us doing whatever we do. There's no other name, no other goal, nothing else that we demand, we ask. There's one thing is that the name of Jesus will be lifted high in our life. And this morning as we as we go forward, uh, 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 before we head into our sermon series, and I want to uh, bring you in the introduction this weekend. Again, uh, we will have an amazing uh, uh, worship event with Pastor uh, uh, Manoj Uman, and he will be with us Saturday night he will be ministering here it's going to be a worship night and uh, um, uh, you know everybody we, we are welcome yeah we do have a conference opener for that uh, so we welcome you for our united conference two years ago we started something called as united the idea was to unite our churches to unite people together in one mind uh, i request you all to come join us together saturday night and sunday morning we will have an amazing time with pastor manoj uman with us and it's going to be amazing so you 
you can invite your friends and families. And of course, this is going to be uh, the majority of our service will be in English on Saturday night. Uh, most of it will be in English on Saturday night. So join us together as we worship God in this moment. And I believe this is a season where God is asking us. And and every year from 20, uh, 2017, 20, uh, you know, onwards, you know, I've been doing last year and this year too. Uh, I want to do the, the, the beginning month. Thank you so much for the promo. The beginning month of our our, uh, our, our year, I wanted to uh, bring our attention towards something that is very valuable. And, and I believe, you know, every year when we have a new year that begins, we all have resolutions that we make. We all have resolutions that this is what I'm going to do. Some of them reached out to me and said, Pastor, this year my resolution is to read Bible. I'm so happy when I heard that. You know, some of the youngsters reached out to, to me and they said, Pastor, we're going to read Bible, you know, the whole. I mean, as much as the Lord can lead us, but we want to read to the entirety of all the scriptures and I'm I'm praying with you I know it's going to be challenging sometimes with school hours and work schedules and everything that goes on but make sure that you complete what you have started oftentimes I've come across people who start things but they are unable to end it I pray that whatever you started the Lord will help you and if it is something that is about your own personal life which helps you to navigate will help helps you to grow in in Christ-like image I pray that you will continue to uh, uh, grow your roots deep into the scriptures where you understand. Are you with me? Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? And, and uh, present statistics will show that a lot of our church folks, a lot of not just our church folks, but church folks generally in throughout our, uh, you know, our community, they just depend on a 30-minute message from the pastor every Sunday. No, that's not enough for you. That's not enough for you. You and me, and me personally, you individual, everybody here, we all need to have a personal devotion time in God's presence. You know, can I tell you something as a pastor, when I, most of our problems will subside if only if we know and we grow our roots deeper into the scriptures. Most of the church problems, the church, so-called church problems, the so-called church problems will subside if only we grow our roots deeper into the scriptures. And this year, let's make it a season. Let's make it a habit. Let's cultivate something and let's renew that something in our, uh, uh, within ourselves and our family and parents. Encourage your children too. Let them watch you. And you know, sometimes, sometimes you have to understand, parents need to teach your children about this. You know, encourage them. Read through the scriptures. Understand. Meditate through the scriptures. And I pray that your family, your church, your, your, your children will engage in a time when they grow deeper into God's word. And and this, this, and the, the next three or four weeks, I want to bring your attention towards this one uh, uh, subject which I have been battling for a couple of months right now. It's, it's about frequency. It's about frequency. Right now, all of you, you see a microphone in my hand. There is a transmitter and there is a receiver on the other hand. I speak. There is no wire. This is wireless, right? There is a transmitter that transmits my voice and there's a receiver that receives my voice and it converts those voices in, in an audible way that can, you know, that can, uh, 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 you know, maybe, you know, through our speakers here, it is just blasted out. It is just poured out so that all of us can, here there is a way that that all of this travels through something called as wave format and it's kind of understood in a way it's the frequency how many of you maybe now you know it we have our ipod or we have our uh, a lot of other social media gadgets but you have to understand back in those days many many of us could understand relate when you travel in your car there's a radio frequency
frequency that you tune in. And even now, for the most part, if you're not using your iPhones or your social media, other gadgets, you know, what do you try to do? If you want to hear a radio, what do you try to do? You tune into the channel that you want, right? Is that true? We tune into the channel. You know, I mean, uh, a couple of years ago, Anisha and I, we were traveling from Missouri, and every other week, we were uh, doing our travel from Missouri to uh, uh, Dallas. And when we were doing that, you know, when we reached Dallas, the, the, there's, there's a certain frequency, there are certain stations that we liked. And, and immediately when we reached to the borders of Dallas area, Anisha would tune in to that frequency, to that channel, so that we can hear what we wanted to hear through that channel. Are you trying to understand this? If only you and me can tune in to that frequency, tune in to that station, we can actually hear what we want to hear. Oftentimes what we happen is, you know, when we come to our church, you know, we actually zone off everything. We tune off most of the stuff here. We are so individualistic and we are so, uh, uh, we think about ourselves all the time that you cannot hear other people, their emotions, their needs, their wants. You can't hear at all. And sometimes I would say that is a danger in our life when our life is focused only on ourselves. As a Christian, as a child of God, you and me need to be seated in a way where we understand and hear the groaning and the pain and the suffering and the struggle of a dear brother and sister seated next to us. If not, then whatever we do, there's no value to it. We need to intentionally care about somebody. We need to value them as a person, as a child of God. Are you trying to understand this? We need to tune in to understand. We need to tune in to understand. But sometimes what, so hap what happens in our life is, you know, oftentimes because we are, there are the different group, the different kind, the second group of people that I would address here is that we are so focused in hearing from others that we don't hear anything from God. We are so focused in, you know, something that we have to understand is if you continually hear from others, you will never hear from God. If you're so focused in hearing from others, sometimes, you know, I got this, uh, 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 this you know, I borrowed this from Renzi. Sometimes what you have to do is when people talk too much, you know, cut your noise cancellation around you. I cannot hear anything. Am I speaking? Is my voice audible? Sometimes we must have the noise cancellation around us. Because the more we continue to hear from people, the more we continue to hear from them, oftentimes it is not things that encourage us. If it is not things that encourage us, it is always suppressing our faith, suppressing our belief, suppressing all that we are in Christ Jesus. We must sometimes, oh, you want to say that? Say, but I have my noise cancellation on. You want to proclaim that? Proclaim it. But I have my noise cancellation on. I don't mind what you say because at this point, I want to cancel the noises around and tune in to what God wants to speak to me. Sometimes we have to understand there's a lot of noises around us. There's a lot of noises around us. Praise the Lord. There's a lot of noises around us continually day and after every single day when you wake up to sundown you know we see we hear a lot of noises around us sometimes these noises don't help us and oftentimes what we have to do is you know we have to use 
the noise cancellation device that God has presented in our life and help it to navigate and understand that how can I tune in to the frequency of heaven because anything other than the word of God will always put you down, will always discourage you. And this year, let's make it a commitment in our life that I am no longer going to be bothered about what people and their opinions and what they have to put me and talk about me. All I care about is what is the intent of God in and through my life. Have your noise cancellation devices on this season so that you cancel out every single word and every framework that is targeted against you and you lean into the understanding of who Christ Jesus is in your life. And I pray this will be a season when we engage royally understanding the scriptures and its value, helping us from the inside out. Are you trying to understand? Tune in to the frequency of heaven so that you understand what heaven is about. You understand what God is talking to you. And this morning as I bring my, my message here, I want to come to the, the, the framework of God speaks. God speaks. The God of the Bible is a speaking God. Can I tell you something? We don't have a problem with a speaking God. We have a problem with a listening man. Sometimes when you don't hear God speaking, you say, oh, my God does not speak. No, 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 my sister, my God speaks. My God, the Bible is a speaking God. In the very beginning, we see God thundered the words of life. He is a speaking God. And the very intent of God's creation, God created man, was just because so that he can speak, he can communicate, and he can have fellowship. The idea of fellowship is not just you come and sit with your partner for two hours and get out from this place. The idea of fellowship is you communicate, you talk. Any relationship that does not have conversation will die out. Just imagine you are, you just engaged and you have a relationship engaged and you have a relationship and then you don't talk to each other you don't talk at all what happens uh, before marriage that person will say you know what let's work something out let's work something out on chapter 10 verse 1 2 and 3 canceling the noise around you to hear to hear God very truly I tell you Pharisees anyone who does not enter the sheep pen, everybody has the Bible scriptures with you. John chapter 10, verse 1, 2, and 3 is where we are, I'm reading from. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. Then one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. Verse 3, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him. And the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has bought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Because they know his voice. Back in India, um, uh, our parents have a farm and we have goats and we have sheep. Um, I was watching the guy who comes to take care of our animals. One day he was taking the goats and the sheep out to herd, to, to graze. And while he was doing that, we had 
three goats and we have uh, 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 maybe half a dozen or a dozen sheep. What I, when I was looking at what he was doing and when I was rethinking through the message that I, want, I, I was preparing here, I understood one of the things he was doing is with all the goats, he had a chain around it. But with the sheep, the sheep were all free. And all I could do, all I could sense in that moment was when the shepherd guy was walking, the sheep was following him. But the goat was trying everything possible to get itself loosened and run away. My question to our church, and because Bible helps us to, are you a goat or are you a sheep? I know goat has many other term meanings, maybe uh, 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 in, in, in modern uh, uh, meaning with goat means greatest of all time. I, I'm not talking about that. Maybe you are greatest of all time. Jesus is the best greatest of all time I could align myself with. But what I'm trying to help our church to understand here, are you a sheep or are you a, are you a goat? Because Bible helps us to understand that a goat cannot align to the voices of the master, of the shepherd. It always needs a pull in its life. It always needs a chain around its neck all the time. But with the sheep, it grows gradually. And at its growth, it hears and it understands the voice of a shepherd. And what the sheep would do is it cancels every other voice around it. And it understands when the, sh when the shepherd called. You know, when I was watching the shepherd guy, you know, he did not call uh, uh, the sheep. He called the sheep in, in a tune. He called the sheep in a whistle. And when he made that sound, you know, the, 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 the sheep would, would hear the shepherd from far off distance and run to this guy. What a beautiful way to look into our own life. How do we align ourselves in this? Who is the shepherd? Jesus Christ. Who is the gatekeeper? Jesus Christ. And through him I enter. Bible says the sheep follows me wherever I go. Because they know my voice. Do you know God's voice? Do we understand? We don't have a problem with the speaking God. We have a problem with the listening man. And all of us this season of our life, I pray that we hear from God patiently. Can I tell you something? Sometimes it may be an audible voice that you hear. I have had testimonies that I heard where people have heard audible voice. I personally, I have, I have heard audible voice of God in my life that has encouraged me so much. And I cannot, that is my experience. It's my experience. I pray that somebody, my experience, my, my experience cannot be a doctrine that everybody has to hear from God in an audible way. That is my experience. I have heard God speak to me in a loud, clear voice. I heard him in the middle of the night. I was praying over, over certain things that I was going through. And I knelt down many, many, many years ago. And I still, still realize that what, the touch of God in my life. I realize a touch. Somebody touching me. And I also heard. And sometimes you have to understand, why don't I hear like, you know, you, we have to go in the next realm of our spiritual life to hear and to understand things of that as things that are not of this realm. And I'm thankful that in that area, God helped me many years ago to hear an audible voice of God that encouraged and sustained me all through my life. And even if I stand here today, it's just because one word that I heard from God, not from a man, not from a pastor. Yes, pastors are really good. Prophets are really good to communicate God's word. But I needed something more 
stronger and to make me you know convicted and stand in God's house and that was the voice of God that I heard God still speaks our God is not a mute God he's not a dumb God he's not a deaf God he speaks he communicates he commu- how many times you know sometimes you know we are as humans we are so impatient that the moment we don't hear God you know everybody say you know I mean we have three days of fasting no 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 you can actually hear God what is the what, what is fasting prayer what is fasting prayer fasting prayer is about changing ourselves it's not changing. God does not change with your fasting and prayer. You change. You change. Worship does not change. You change in your worship. You're tuning into the frequency of heaven. When that happens, you hear God clearly. Why is that in our generation today? Nobody is hearing from God simply because we are so carried away with the noises around us, with the things that goes around us, that we don't have no time patiently to sit in God's presence and just hear from Him. And I pray this will be a season that we have a change in our life. We will have a return in our life where we say, God, thank you. I want to hear from you. One of the things that I have to mention, God's silence is also his way of communicating to us. Is it true? How many testaments do we have? How many testaments do we have? Only two? Only two testaments? The Old and the New Testament. In between the testaments... There's a period of a period of silence around an almost 400 years of silence. Bible says nobody spoke or God did not speak during that time. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. There's not a single point in the entire universe or the scriptures of the Bible that God has never communicated to man. His silence is also speaking very clearly. And audibly that every single person can hear and understand. The period of silence that you see between the Old and the New Testament. A period of 400 years. Maybe we didn't see any writings. Or we didn't see a prophet rising in the house. But you and me need to understand something very clearly. Even during the period of silence. God was actually orchestrating the coming and the appearance of Christ Jesus. And that's why in New Testament you see. In the fullness of time, Christ appeared on this. In the fullness of time. What does it simply mean is, even the silence period that you see between the testaments, it was God communicating with his people. Are you going through a season in your life where you are not hearing from anybody and you see that and you sense that you're all by yourself and you have no voice of help over your life? Can I assure you something? If it is a spirit of silence from God, help you to understand yourself and navigate in that area that God is actually asking you to lean more closer to Him. In the fullness of time, your promises will come to pass. In the fullness of time, God will help things to happen. In the fullness of time, God will bring forth what He has promised. But you got to wait through the silence period. Because even in that midst, God is talking. I believe in Big Bang Theory. I believe in Big Bang Theory and everybody is paying so close attention to me. 
I believe there was an explosion that happened through which the cosmos and the entire universe and the planet system, oh, look at Christian paying attention to me. And the entire solar system, the planets and everything in the universe came into being. I believe in the Big Bang Theory. When I say that is, I believe that God spoke, it thundered, and everything came into existence. God spoke, it thundered, and everything came into existence. Scientists or uh, 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 would, would help us to understand if I was just doing some research on it that even now the wave, the frequency and the signals of then caused Big Bang explosion is still resonating in our universe. It is still resonating. What I'm trying to share here is the word that God spoke in the very beginning that created the entire expanse of our universe. The, the, that same wavelength, the creative wavelength is still transferred in our universe. His word of creative power is already there. All we got to do in our life as a Christian church is to tune in to understand. Sometimes our antennas are off. Our signals are off. Tune in back. Hear from God. Let this be a season that we hear from a speaking God. Oh, come on. We hear from a, from a speaking God. Four ways I want to bring your attention to. It's five different ways how we can hear God speak today in our life. Number one, through His Word. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Not John 3, 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 gives us the, uh, the, the proof that this scripture is God ordained scriptures in our life. And this is how it goes. All scriptures is God breathed and is useful for number one, teaching. Number two, rebuking. Number three, correcting. Number four, training in righteousness. God's word is speaking to us today. I want our church to know God's word. He's speaking to us today. We don't have a problem with the speaking God. We have a problem with the listening man. If you and me would understand that all I got to do in my life to hear from God is just to open these scriptures and to read through the verses, I will understand that every scripture is useful in my life to, to teaching, to rebuking, to correcting, and to training in what? In righteousness. Who is righteous? To be right with God. And the scriptures will help you to understand. Are you going astray in your life? You need the scriptures. Are you walking out from the plan and purposes of God in your life? You need the scriptures. You and me need to read Bible verses. We need to come back to the basic principles of meditating in our family life. In our Hindu, when you sit through in your domes and you're watching through Netflix and stuff that, 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 that is not actually edifying you, go back. Go back. This is Bible 101. Christian life 101. Go back. Read through the scriptures. Let the scriptures help you. And Bible clearly, oh, never forget 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 because every single word of God that is spoken here, but what does it say? It is God-breathed words. It came out of his own nostril. He has breathed life. I don't have time to elaborate on it. The breath of God. But it is the breath of God that gave life to a dead Adam. It is the breath of God. Oh, come on. 
that has given life to any lifeless situation in through the scriptures. And today I declare when you read through the scriptures, the same breath of God that has a creative power will bring forth new life and renew it your life. Praise the Lord. Number two, through his son, Jesus Christ. God spoke through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the answer of God's silence. Jesus is the answer of man's human need. Jesus is the answer for every depravity that we see in our union. Jesus is the answer. What I'm sharing today is very basic 101 class to any Pentecostals. You have understood it, but today I'm trying to tune in your frequency more and better that as we continue navigate the entire 2019, may the Lord continue to help us and strengthen us through his son, Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets and many times in many various ways. But in the last days, come on somebody, in the last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom also he made the every single thing that you see on, a, on the planet. He brought it out through the words of Jesus Christ, through his word, which is Jesus Christ. He spoke to the universe. God the Father spoke to us through his son, Jesus Christ. And everything, every living or non-living thing that you've seen in the expense of the universe was created. By the power of Jesus Christ. He was part of the creation. He was part of the creation. And that's why I would say, what are you in need of in your life? It has already been set for in your life. There's nothing more you could do. All you could do is tune in to the frequency of heaven. God thundered and the voice is already resonating. His words are already resonating in the universe. You and me, tune in. To hear the creative power of God. What are you going through today in your life? What is the sickness and the tiredness and the gloominess that you and your family might be going this season of your life? All we could do to understand is, oh, the word of God will help us to understand. God has spoken through us through his word. God has spoken to us through his son. We need all that God has given us. We need and God has already provided. All we not need to do is tune in. Tune in. Cancel the noises around you and tune in. To hear God. Number three, through God's creation. God's creation speaks to us. Whenever you feel lonely in your life, just walk out to the nearby park and look at the beautiful scenery outside you. Just open your eyes and look to the expense of our universe and to look at the stars. You know what Bible helps us to understand? In Psalm 19:1, it helps us to understand the heavens declare. Come on, fill in the blanks. Declare. The glory and the wonders of his hand. The heavens declare the glory of his hand. Are you going through trouble in your life? Today evening at 8 o'clock, walk out of your house. If it is a cloudy day, look at the clouds and the formation of the clouds. If not, look at the stars in the expanse of the universe. Bible says that the heavens declare the work of his majestic hand. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without any excuse. 
Number four, lack of time. I really want to go ahead quickly. Can I have the worship team behind me? Through other believers. And this is what is very important that we have to understand as a church. That God speaks through other believers. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God has given friends in our lives so that they can talk life into our life. God has given you relationships so that they can talk life into your life. God has given you a husband so that the husband can talk life into your life. God has given you a wife so that the wife can give you life lessons and talk life into your life. God has given you friends so that you will have a relationship and they will talk and communicate the areas of God's principles and the word of God in your life. God talks to us through believers. Sometimes we are so focused on ourselves that we don't hear anything, any suggestion, any approval from anybody else. We are so concentrated on our own thinking. But I pray that God will help us to navigate and think through that one brother in our church will have a word of life. One sister in our church will have a word of life that I needed to hear. It could be a word of correction, but take it, take it in your life. It will bless you. It will bless you. As I was growing up in my church, you know, when I was growing up, there used to be uncles and aunties and, and pastors who used to come and talk to me and, and help me understand that Pastor Justin or Justin Monet, this is the things you have to do. And I took it in my life. I took it in my life. And I continue to take it in my life when people talk to me and give me suggestions. I want to grow into the image of Christ. That's what Christ has wanted us to do as a New Testament church. That all of us must grow in the image of Christ. So hear me very carefully. There are people seated next to you who have a word for your life. There are people seated next to you who can actually encourage you. There are people next to you in your relationship that talks life into your life. And when that does happen, hear them. Hear them. Process it. And understand it is the word of God speaking to you so that you can change. You can have a renewal. You can have a reformation. You can come back to the throne room of God Almighty. Are you trying to understand this? I'm going very slow paced here. I want our church to understand. Next four weeks is going to be more teaching on this. And through different lifestyles and different lives of different individuals from the, the Bible. We want to see how we can tune in how to the frequency of heaven. What are the mistakes that we are actually making that we cannot hear from God. Number four, number three that I mentioned was God is speaking to us through believers. Number five, God is speaking through us through worship. God is speaking to us through worship. I have seen countless lives change during worship. Me personally, and I'm so thankful. And that's one reason why I can resonate so well with this church here. It's because we give importance to worship. That doesn't mean we, give, we don't give any importance to word. But we believe that all the things that we do in this house is part of our worship to God God talks to us through worship God talks to us through worship somewhere you have lost your worship as a pastor I need to challenge I need to ask a church somewhere you in your personal life has lost your love 
for worship. You may be singing here, but you're still tuned off. You may raise your hands here, but you're still zoned off. You may be in this church today, but you're still standing away. Whenever, you know, sometimes, whenever our kids come here and stand next to me for worship, I tell them. Sometimes in a Christian scolding, I, I correct them. I say that, look at them and let them know, hey, you know what? We're singing. I want you to sing along and catch what God is about to do in this area. Don't just zone off. Don't just stand aside and think whatever is happening, I don't care about it. You have lost your worship. Clear, plain truth, my church. Let's come back to our worship. Let's come back thirsting, looking, and needing God in our life. In the scriptures, how did God spoke through worship? We have a lot of scriptures, but I want to, can we all stand up in God's house? Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 21 is the king that Bible introduces to us. And Bible helps us to understand and through the scriptures here, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. The first thing the king asked the people to do is get me a worship band. I am going forward. And every church must understand when worship and praises go up, every demonic oppressions will be crushed down. And that's why I would ask every single member on our worship team, in a Malayalam or a Tamil and everywhere, submit yourself to God. Surrender yourself to God. Give yourself away to God. Because you're standing in the gap as you're leading worship. There's something that is happening in the unseen realm. There's some battles you're fighting in the unseen realm when we are engaging in this time. And I pray, I pray honestly, I pray from the bottom of my heart that this would be a season in our life that God will actually help us to tune in to what He wants us to hear from Him and help us, Lord, that we loosen ourselves in true worship. We know the story of Jehoshaphat. And I know, I know to make all of you get emotionally high through this scripture. I know how to get you emotionally high. That is not my intent during our next three weeks. I want to teach our church. Let's come back to worship. Let's come back to worship. It's not the one song five minutes that we sing and we get out. It's what we begin and we continue to be part of. Connect yourself with God. Every eye closed right now. Every eye closed right now. Make it a commitment in your life that this year, Lord, help me that I hear from you. We don't have a problem with the speaking God. We have a problem with the listening man. Help me, O oh Lord. As an individual that I connect with you. I connect with you. I have gone astray, but I pray God that you will teach me. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. I'm coming.